Welcome back to The Docket. It's bestevidence.fyi in POG form. Just kidding. Audio form. But we like POGs. I'm Sarah D. Bunting, and I'm here with Eve Beatty. Hello, Eve. Hello, Sarah. POGs, like those little circular things we can trade? Mm-hmm. Oh, man, I want to I wanna squirtle one. I know. I know. All right. So uh, if you've been reading or listening to Best Evidence for a while, you're familiar with uh, what we call the bet crap. That's the best evidence true crime resume percentage in which I go through a whole, or Eve does, go through a um, actor or director producer's whole IMDb CV and uh, assess how true crimey it is based on a point system of my devising, which goes like this. You get one point for a true crime property. You get two points for playing a name figure in that property. You get a point if it got any awards attention, the role that is, um, not necessarily you. And uh, the, you, the final point is if it's considered a Hall of Fame true crime property. So like Fatal Vision, the miniseries, would be considered a Hall of Fame property. And then you add up all those points, you divide it by the number of items on their CV, and then you get a percentage. So we thought that it would be fun to do a live one. I have a running list of uh, bet crappies that I've been waiting to get around to. I let Eve pick. Eve, who just saddle us with today? I chose Rob Lowe. I, I really think that's an excellent choice, not least because Thank we'll you. kind of be looking at teeny little thumbnails of his still scrumptious face um, for the next little while. Um, so he has 105 entries on his CV, as I believe I mentioned. There's a lot of stuff that we're just going to be able to dismiss out of hand. Mm-hmm. But there's a lot of stuff on there that could count. Um, so we are each going to bid the bid the percentage before we start just to see if either of us gets close. Um, Sometimes this really can come down to judgment calls. So if you guys want to play along at home, we encourage you to do that. We'll see you in the comments. I am going to say that it is 11%. Um, You know, I've just noticed that uh, his IMDB does not have as self which uh, <laughs> screws up screws up mm-hmm. the percentage that I had in mind. So I'm going to go lower. I'm going to go with 8%. I'm going to, I guess I'm Bob Barkering it because mm-hmm. I'm coming in just a little bit low. But if IMDb had had as self, it would be way higher. Mm-hmm. Yep. Agree. You know, implications of cocaine use and minor children shenanigans alone. Mm-hmm. All right. Uh, so I think we're going to start at the bottom, work our way up, and we're just going to alternate and see if there are any points available. Are you ready to proceed? I am. All right. The first entry in his CV is A New Kind of Family, which was a TV series that aired in the late 70s. He was in 11 episodes of it. I will double check this, but I do not believe that this is based on anything real. It's just like Kate and Allie of the 70s, kind of. Um, And uh, so no points awarded, I would say. No and the next one up is two different ABC after school specials, neither of which seem to involve uh, anything based on a true story other than, you know, 
quote unquote, the social issues of the day, but nothing that seems to be uh, based in any sort of reality. Yep. Agree. Um, Schoolboy father um, should probably be a misdemeanor, but it isn't. So moving on to a TV movie called Thursday's Child. 17-year-old Sam Alden is a high school star baseball player who seems to have it all when his family notices that he is often bothered with coughing fits. Okay, so um, I was also a Thursday's child. I also have far to go. Um, Jessica Walter and Tracy Gold are in this. Great. And Jenna Rowlands. <laughs> Why not? But this Oh my is God, this is a heart transplant story? I think so. Okay, well, I just read something about how even when you get a heart transplant, you only get a couple more years. So mm, yeah. let's just say Sam Alden didn't make it. No, probably not. But um, we wish him the best wherever he is, but it's not a true crime property. Moving on. The Outsiders, um, based on the book that we all had to read in middle school. He played Soda Pop. We mm. all know that it's fiction. I think we can move on. Mm. Um, my nephew, who is 14, recently played Soda Pop in a school production. Oh, of this, my God, they're still like, doing it? They adapted this for the middle school stage. My God. Who are you playing? And he was like, Soda Pop, is that good? I was like, it's it's so good. Congratulations. Yeah. Enjoy all your girlfriends. Yeah. Or boyfriends. <laughs> um, next up is Class, which I think is the one in which he fucks Andrew McCarthy's mom. Mm-hmm. That probably depicted a crime, but was not based on a true story. So, nope. Next. Next up, Hotel New Hampshire, based on the John Irving novel. Um, probably has aged poorly, uh, given some of the themes in it. Yet at the same time, completely fictional. I've never seen that. Have you? Mm, I read the book, though. I mm. used to be, like, super into John Irving. And then one day, all of a sudden, I'm like, oh, I don't care anymore. Yeah, I, I think that might be one of those Salinger things, or if you don't read it at the right time, no good. Yeah. Yeah, this is definitely, like, late teens, early 20s, like, transitioning from my parents' home to the dorm to an apartment sort of period. Yeah. Mm. Okay, next up is Oxford Blues, which is, I think, he and Julian Sands get in a fight over one of those oh, R.I.P. model ladies. Um, yeah, R.I.P. Oxford Blues is one, also one of those that was on HBO like three times a day for five years. So I've seen him drink a meter of beer many times, but it is not a true crime. It's, oh, yeah, this is the one where, where they are in the boat. Mm-hmm. They're, they, they're in the crew team. Got it. Yes. Yeah. Richie, no. UK, rowing, whatever, cheekbones. No. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um. Next, The next item is the Go-Go's Turn to You music video. I don't even remember the song. Nope. He's uncredited. He plays man. It's not true crime. <laughs> no. No, it's a shame. Um, what's really a shame is that he wasn't in their little stack of, um, like, uh, mermaids in the vacation yeah. video. That would have been awesome. Way better. Uh, it is criminal how much time I have spent in my critical career contemplating the various miscarriages littering the set of St. Elmo's Fire, but oh boy. unfortunately, they're all scripted. Yikes. Next. Yeah. Next is the uh, video for St. Elmo's Fire, Man in Motion, a song we all have in our heads right now, unless we're very young. And I think we can it's safe to say nobody that young is listening to this podcast. Uh, he was in the uh, music video playing the same character he played in the film. Uh, also fictional, does not count. Yeah, 
Um, do not, if you don't know the song, do not Google it. Don't. It's a vicious <laughs> earwig. Yes, I'm going to have it for two days. I know. Me too. Unless someone sings Soldier Boy, which they might. Um, my family doesn't like me that much. Next up is Young Blood. It's, um, you know, hockey. Bunch of, like, hey, it's that guy's hockey. Like, uh, I recommend it. There's butts, but it's not true crime. I feel like it's like a Vision Quest ripoff. Mm. Yeah, it is. Uh, next up is About Last Night. Um, mm. I think that was based on a play, if I recall correctly. Uh, I think it's probably... Was it? Yeah, it was. it's probably aged incredibly poorly. I remember thinking uh, that it was misogynistic when I was in high school and, you know, didn't even really realize how pervasive misogyny was. Uh, sadly, not real, except that misogyny is real. I mean, do we want to try? We're like in the mid to late 80s already. Boyfriend oh, has no, not no. gotten a single point. Wait. About uh-uh. Last Night is based on a play by David Mamet, who has written a lot about real true crime cases. I'm joking. Uh, no. no, no, because we are, we're only two years away from actual true crime. Mm, it's true. All right. Next up is Square Dance, which um, in terms of representation of cognitive disability, that this Yay. is at least a misdemeanor, but it was a different time. Um, it's, it's not true crime. So moving on, moving on, it's not on the IMDB list, but we're at 1988 now. So I will point out that 1988 is the year that Rob Lowe on videotape had, uh, relations with a 16 year old girl during the democratic national convention. So it's not on his IMDB list, but uh, one of the reasons I chose him is because here's someone on our bet crap uh, potentials list who actually has been involved in a for real true crime. Mm-hmm. So anyway, that so that's just my side note here, but uh, the next item on his IMDB thing is Masquerade, which I think is one of those, like, we're sort of entering his sort of noir phase. Mm-hmm. A recently orphaned heiress meets a young racing yacht captain in the Long Island Hamptons. He shows interest in her, but love may not be the reason. As opposed to the Southern Illinois Hamptons. Thanks. Who writes these? Dude. I I love them. I do. Thanks, ChatGPT. The the lead, the still from the trailer is Kim Cattrall. Like, is like their post. She looks the same. I mean, granted, it's a little bit blurry, but Kim Cattrall has... I, I will, I'll have what she's having. Our esteemed also, colleague, Tari Ariano, and I recently rewatched this for Again With, yeah. Again With This. Oh, really? Because Doug Savant is in it. Oh. Um, and it actually holds up. Like, a lot of it is very, like, okay. And can we not with Meg Tilly? Like, that, that was definitely a time in American culture. But it actually is really, it, it's got a certain elan, I would say. And I think it's possible to watch it for free on YouTube. So if you're sort of like, oh, yeah, I watched that. I bet it's terrible. Like, it's actually not terrible. It's fun. It's not good, but it's fun. And Dick Wolf wrote it? Yeah. 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 So that's a thing that exists. Um, I am sad to report that our next property, Illegally Yours, um, directed by Peter Bogdanovich, who is adjacent to a crime, but we can't count mm-hmm. that, uh, 
and this stars a bunch of people I have not heard of, and also Harry Carey Jr. Okay, uh, this is not true crime. This is just one of those forgettable, like capers they tried to put him in glasses uh, to dork him up i would i would wear those i would wear those frames now Mm -hmm. yeah me too those are good um but no it's definitely it looks like it's sort of like a zapped sort of thing yeah yep or a um gotcha yeah i think that's actually what i meant there were a lot of these movies that like they were meant for a certain set of stars from the beginning of the decade and then they didn't get mm-hmm. made until the end of the decade like whatever that movie is which we also watched for again with this called um uh it starred a uh, booker and um it was written by darren star and yeah. it's just like it was so dated and he's not a good he's not a good actor why i can't even pull his name booker who Jump street booker richard uh, grieco richard grieco okay all right uh, okay, to, next on we're in the nineties. Rob Lowe's we list. Well, but like, here's the thing: this bad influence is the first movie that came out after the Rob Lowe sex tape with the underage person and mm-hmm. the subsequent lawsuit. So, as I recall, bad influence was marketed as Rob Lowe. He's bad now, but um, <laughs> it other than its marketing sort of being like Rob Lowe, he's bad now. Um, it. Uh, doesn't have anything to do with reality the other thing is that like the good guy in this show is james spader so there's a lot Mm. of sort of casting against arguable type happening here i mean i i would argue that because there is i saw this in the theater i have seen it again since it is very campy it does not realize Mm. how funny it is but there is a sequence in which he um, the Spader character is being blackmailed by the low character using a videotape of Spader boning a 16 year old. Good God. So there's a shout out, I guess, but I don't think that rises to the level of getting him a point. No, that's like, then we'd have to, when we did Robert Blake, we would have had to count every time he shot somebody. Yeah, exactly. Or slap somebody or did anything really. Um, all right. Steak. Next up, if the shoe fits, a take on the Cinderella story in which Rob Lowe stars quote as a high end fashion designer, and Jennifer Grey who is heterosexual, and Jennifer Grey is his dressing room assistant. Um, she still has her original nose on this poster. So, yeah. What What happened to her original nose is, in my opinion, a crime, but not for our purposes. So we must move on. The Dark Backward, 1991, no idea what this is, no memory of this, no nothing. What? Okay, this is something, this is like some wacky horror movie dumb thing. It, I don't, it doesn't even look like he has a big role. The top build people are Judd Nelson, Bill Paxton, Wayne Newton, Laura Flynn Boyle, and James Caan. Wow. He's sixth build. So this is, I don't know, this looks like some sort of like, uh, uh, basket case right. ripoff or something. So, I don't know. Somebody grows a third arm. This is not based in reality. No, that's, neither is the next entry, which was not based in either reality or, um, probably the United States. The finest hour, 
1991. Um, the best poster art they could get it appears to be in Polish language. Uh, two soldiers form a lasting bond during training to be Navy SEALs. Um, there is a picture of him with an army mustache. It does not work for me, and it is not true crime. Absolutely not. The next one after that, also not true crime, uh, Wayne's World. That's right. He was like the asshole, like <laughs> studio, not studio guy, record company guy. So yeah. I feel like there. this was viewed as a like comeback for him, even though it wasn't yeah. like he never stopped working. Yeah. Yeah. No, it was like, wow, now Rob Lowe's really leaning into being a jerk. Okay. Yeah. I mean, when you look at his 80s movies, like he was pretty jerky in most of those. Sorry. Um, yeah, not the outsiders, though. Next up is an episode of Great Performances in which he plays a Dr. Kukrowitz in a production of Suddenly Last Summer that I presume was on PBS or something. Mm-hmm. Um, there are crimes alluded to in that work. Some have argued that they are based on real events. I am not willing to go that deep with this for him. Moving on. Uh, next up is he's a voice in a video game called Fox Hunt. I don't know anything about this video game. I'm sorry. I'm sure that there are people who do. The other voices are Timothy Bottoms and George Lazenby, the uh, oh. most underrated James Bond. Oh, uh, yeah. It's something about, oh, my God. Listen, here's the description of the video game. Slacker Jack Fremont is about to be evicted for skipping the rent. It's not called skipping. But CIA recruits him due to his vast knowledge of TV shows to stop an ex-KGB spy who will nuke L.A. unless the popular U.S. Show, TV shows he created incognito finally credit him. I don't know, dude. It's wow. not based in reality. It sounds like it's based in some sad white guy's uh, wet dream. I don't even understand how that works in terms of gameplay, but... We're still only in the mid-90s. Let's keep marching through. Next up is 1994's The Stand. Not a true crime. Next. Ooh, finally. Finally. I know, and I get it. Frank and Jesse. Yeah. Rob Lowe. Finally in something where it's real people, even though this is... He's done a lot with Bill Paxton, though. Yeah. So, I mean, so here he is. He got to play Jesse James. Bill Paxton played his brother, Frank James. This is weird. I don't know why people thought to themselves to cast them as siblings. I also recall at the time that this was notable because it was a uh, movie in which Randy Travis starred and Uh people like or liked Randy Travis. Um, Yeah, but he played Jesse James. Legit. True crime character. Um, I think he gets full credit for this. Yeah. Right. I'm not sure. Um, no, not quite because there was no awards oh. attention and, uh, okay. I never heard of this, so it's not a hall of fame property, but in terms of like, it is true crime and he does play a name figure. So that's three. Finally. Wow. I, I will I- also note that the late Alexis Arquette, uh, played a male character in this film and, Lots of other good people are in it. Sean Patrick Flannery. I don't know. This might be worth taking another look at. Yeah. Or maybe Uh. we should just do a list of the like number of people who have played Jesse James because it's really a pretty crazy list. Oh, Maria Patillo. Remember her? Yeah. 
Oh, William Atherton. Okay. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. No, no. Yeah, that's because the, the trailer started playing when I opened up the IMDb page, and there he is looking like he's about to uh, try to uh, film the news. Bathtubs. Yeah. <laughs> Roblo smokes a cigar. Sure. Yeah. Yeah, okay. See, I don't know. I don't know. I'm, I'm totally pitching this movie, which is probably terrible. But anyway, so we finally, 1994, 11 years into, no, more than 11 years, 14 years into his on-screen career, we get his first uh, true crime role. But hell, the first real person I'm going to play is Jesse James. You could do worse than that. Yeah, that's that's not bad. All mm-hmm. right, Tommy Boy is next. He's not credited. It's not true crime. Um but I'm interested to see whether you make an argument for his next. Oh his next man, property. you know me too well. So on his uh, his his next uh, role is he played Rob Lowe on the Larry Sanders show. Here's the issue: is the DNC thing brought up on the episode oh, yeah. of the Larry Sanders mm-hmm. show? I, if it's brought up, then I think that he should get credit for it. If it's not, and it probably wasn't, then he doesn't. And I doubt. That it's one of those things like, you know, Tom Cruise promoting Mission Impossible, no one asks about Scientology. So then tells me that this isn't, it doesn't come up, so it probably doesn't count. But it's uh, probably, I don't true. know. It's tough. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, if it came up, then even though it's not a true crime property, he would still get two points for being a name figure in a case. Mm hmm. But unless that episode was nominated for an Emmy or a Golden Globe, et cetera, and so on. So I, say, I say no. Yeah, me too. All right. Next up is some, uh, something called First Degree. Sounds promising. Twasn't. It was straight to video. It co-starred Leslie Hope, a.k.a. Um, the, the, fir- the wife in the first installment of 24, uh, and literally nobody else that you've ever heard of. Um, and he plays a detective, but it's it doesn't appear to be based on a real case. It got no awards. I never heard of it, et cetera, and so on. Next up, we have On Dangerous Ground, uh, which initially seemed promising to me when I mm-hmm. opened it up, but I do not believe that it actually has any sort of basis in reality. When they learn of a secret covenant on the status of Hong Kong signed by Mao in 1944, Chinese factions, the British government, Hong Kong businessmen, and the mafia all try to be the first to take hold of it. I think mm-hmm. we all know that the mafia does not control Hong Kong now, so uh, things probably weren't real. Mm. So let's not count it. Yeah. Next is The Naked Truth, which is the Taya Leone goes to work as a tabloid journo show. Uh, Some people thought well of it. I don't think it had anything to do with true crime ever. I think he played himself. Hmm. Wait, if he played himself, maybe it counts. See, once again, we have that question. Click. Okay, so he's in a first season episode called The Bubble Show. Nora has to wear a bubble suit to find a cure for an obscure disease. There's a character called Stupid Dave on this program. Amy Ryan was on this? And Jonathan Penner? Do I have to go back and watch this fucker? Why isn't this show... Is this on... It seems like everything is in syndication now. Like, just shoot me and... 
I feel like I can see and everything. What is this? Me with this, and this was good, and just shoot me was David Spade forward, so I didn't watch it. Anyway, um, this sounds like actually a better show than I ever gave it credit for, but this is not true crime, so we're going to move on. Uh, next up, uh, he has an uncredited role in Mulholland Falls. This is the Lee Tamahori movie. Um, this to me is. I think that Mulholland Falls, even though it touched very vaguely on some real life stuff, nobody in the movie is that. It's not like The Untouchables or something where there are actors playing real people just mm-hmm. in a goofy way. I don't think anybody here is real. And um, I don't. And he's uncredited anyway, so I don't think this counts. I concur. Um, Fox Hunt is back in our next entry. Um, He's playing the same character. This appears to be the movie based on the video game and a question mark. Um, I'll just point out that the name of the character is Edison Pettibone, which is an irritating name. It is. But not to the level of a crime. So we're still not counting it. Next. No. Living in Peril, I know nothing about this movie, 1997, I was a full-grown adult by then. Uh, this is, it looks like it's one of those like weird 90s like revenge movies that are sort of begins with road rage and ends with things out of control. Dean Stockwell's in it. Mm-hmm. I do not think it has any basis in reality. I don't think so either. Um Next up is Austin Powers, International Man of Mystery, which I can't believe that came out in 1997. It both feels more recent than that. And like we've always been living with its pernicious behave influence. Anywho, um, the less said about it, the better, except that he's uncredited and plays decapitated henchman's friend. Is he decapitated or is the henchman decapitated? Doesn't matter. It's not true crime. Next. The next up is Contact, which I do not remember him in, and I'm scrolling through the cast, and I don't actually see him in. Was he Contact? Or is this a mistake? This Richard Rank? That's very weird. Um, I'm going to look, but uh, I have seen Contact more times than I would actually care to admit. I I really like it, even though it's kind of bad. Um, Mm -hmm. But I don't remember, and so many people are in this legit. I don't remember him, but I'm yeah. going to the all cast and crew page. Yeah. He's right between Androyan and Jake Busey. Okay. He's above John Hurt on this list, but below Jay Leno. James Woods and, and James Woods. Yeah. Weird. But the Soren. Yeah. Jesus. Um, all right. Well, well, that's I think well, anyway, we can both so. agree that, yeah, it's, ba- it's based on a novel by the late Carl Sagan. It is not true. No, it is not true. Next, we have Midnight Man. British soldiers force a recently captured IRA terrorist to cooperate with them and then assign him to go undercover to prevent this gang from killing the U.S. president. Um, the first plot is a ruse for an even more sinister scheme. Oh, no. I don't think this... I don't think anything about this is true. I'm never watching it because his attempts at an Irish accent would be just (gasps) brain melting. Um, Best of luck to him. Not true crime. Uh, Next up is Hostile Intent. 
1997 was a big year for Roblo. He did a lot of stuff. He did. Hostile Intent, a paintball-playing computer geeks who invent a computer chip which can keep the government or any agency from gaining access to computer files are targeted oh. by government assassins during a paintball competition. And I will note that paintball is hyphenated in the description, which infuriates me. Oh, God. Anyway, I do not think it is based on reality. No, I don't either. Uh, the next is a video called Crazy Six. I can't imagine that Billy, a.k.a. Crazy Six, is doing a true crime in a video. But maybe they mean that it was straight to video, so I'm just going to check. Oh, wow. Burt Reynolds, Ice-T, and Mario Van Peebles. Okay. Okay. Um, in a crumbling Europe, powerful mafia families have emerged from the anarchy to vie for control of the lucrative arms trade. There's no such thing as a mafia, so this is not true crime. Next. Next outrage. Uh, he is reunited with Jennifer Grey, who at this point, I don't know the status of her nose, <laughs> where it is in the... This is one of those uh, white people are afraid of crime things, uh, even though the criminals are also... It's like teens terrorizing a guy who tried to stop teens from teening. Right. Um, it's not based on reality under any sense of the word. And Jennifer Grey's nose is still the old one. Mm. Okay. Interesting. Yeah. Uh, now we're in 1998 with For Hire. Um, Rob Lowe on the poster is sporting a very boy bandy look. I think there's bleach blonde hair and a like scruffy chin pube situation happening. Um, more to the point, he's playing a cabbie. Um, he's offered the chance to be a hitman by Joe Mantegna. He turns it down. Then there's a Breaking Bad situation, which means he reconsiders. This doesn't sound real. Moving on. Next one, one hell of a guy. Michael York plays the devil. Sandra Bernhardt plays the voice of God. Rob Lowe plays a guy named Nick. Guess what? Not real. Mm. I'm pretty confident that stories from my childhood, season one, episode four, Ivan and his magic pony is not real either. As much as I'd like to believe, uh, Rob Lowe is a voice actor in this fine property, but it is not true or crime. Uh, next up, 1999, a train filled with atomic devices threatens to destroy the city of Denver. Denver. Uh, it's Rob Lowe, Kristen Davis, Cy Morales, not real. Oh, the movie's called Atomic Train, by the way. <laughs> oh, he's in two episodes playing a character named John Seeger. Okay. Uh, well, yeah, it's it's a miniseries. It's just it's just a two parter, basically. Oh, so, God. yeah. What would happen? Will the train get even more atomic? Oh no! The Austin Powers sequel has arrived. Uh, the first one of two. Uh, he is in it. It's not real. Next. Winding roads. I know nothing about this. The description is not helpful. Three women encounter the toughest time of their lives. Uh, he's credited below James Marsters and who must have been a very young Adam Scott. Mm -hmm. I don't think this is real. Mm. I don't think I mean, so either. If you told me that this actual project wasn't real, I'd also believe you, but I do not <laughs> think that this is based on reality. Yeah, some of these. And it's like top cast. Larry Day. Okay. I mean, no offense to Mr. Day and his, you know, work, but uh, the next one is equally fake sounding dead silent. Um, her aunt Julia, blah, blah, blah. Like a 
girl witnesses her parents be murdered. The trauma renders her mute. Rob Lowe is also here. Not, not real. Escape Under Pressure, which was, it looks like initially referred to as the Cruel Deep and also was known as Under Pressure. This is, so this already, we've got problems. It's a car ferry containing, carrying a valuable artifact is dumped sunk by a group of international thieves this is not real mm. he, he plays a character named john spencer no blues explosion to be found mm. and that joke works because it's 2000 <laughs> it does uh the next one is not real um galaxy quest follow on the specials in which the sixth or seventh best superhero team in the world pursue their rightful place in the harshly competitive world of toy tie-ins and fighting evil directed by uh by Chernobyl creator and Ted Cruz rooming situation survivor, Craig Mason, Princeton 92. We love him. And it's not, it's not real, but my God, remember when Thomas Hayden church was literally in everything. Oh my God. Yeah. He plays a character in this called the strobe. Rob Lowe is the weevil. It is not real though. Nor is our next Project Proximity, Top Build, Rob Lowe, James Coburn, an inmate serving time for vehicular homicide overhears prison guards discussing plans for murder and becomes a target himself. Not real. No. Jonathan Banks is in it, though. Mm. I had hopes for 2001's Jane Doe, which was a TV movie, but it's actually an actioner co-starring Terry Hatcher, um, which pretty much dashed my hopes immediately. Uh, Sarah, can you please read me the tagline for Jane Doe? There's nothing more dangerous than a woman who's uncovered the truth. <laughs> Benson. Different strokes. <laughs> yeah, that just sounds so... And Terry Hatcher, like, bless her heart, but it didn't get yeah. any better after they're real and they're spectacular. It just didn't. Framed. I feel like I walked past this in a blockbuster once or twice. <laughs> He plays a detective named Mike Santini. He's a fugitive, has to do some stuff to catch the guy who I believe is. Yeah, this is not real. This is under no circumstances. This is even remotely real. Mm. Uh, second build is Sam Neill, though. I like him, but no, not real. Yeah. And uh, it's another Austin Powers sequel. He's playing something yeah. called Middle Number Two. This continues not to be real. Next up is the Christmas shoes. It's not real. No, <laughs> no it's not. View from the top is up next. Uh, oh, this is the Gwyneth Paltrow flight attendant thing. Not real. You know, I'm really surprised at how few reels. We've come, we've come up with so far. The Lion's Den, it's O-Y-O and apostrophe S. Mm. Oh, this is like some dumb lawyer This show. is the show he like... left the West Wing to do. All right, Salem's Lot is about vampires, and it's not real. Next. Next up is Jiminy Glick in Lala Wood. I don't, I mean, I know who Jiminy Glick is, Martin Short, whatever. Uh, I didn't, this is a murder mystery where Jiminy Glick's the I hate Jiminy Glick I'm, I'm the, I don't even want to talk about this anymore yeah um I'm also not counting 2004's Perfect Strangers um this appears to be a hallmarky property abandoned woman swap jobs and cities temporarily 
Their phone calls develop into romance. Not crime, not true. Beach Girls is a 2005 miniseries. Rob Lowe now officially in his old guy era. He's a widower going to a beach town with a teenage daughter who probably does has shenanigans. Not real. Yeah, hey. we've also got uh, 2005's Thank You for Smoking, which whatever you want to say about Big Tobacco, and I have plenty, uh, this is not based on real people. It's a satirical comedy. He's not even on the first like main page of the IMDb entry, so we're going to move along. I would argue that if you were built up a little bit higher, there are people who claim to be the inspiration for the characters in the book that Mm -hmm. this movie was based on but he's not up high enough for it to count so that's fair yeah and next one is the christmas blessing i think we already know that this is not real he's a young doctor who encounters romance during the holidays when he returns to his hometown good for him that's never it's never real i don't think i understand why imdb has put the west wing in the 2006 section when he was long gone from it at that time, but they did. Doesn't matter. Not a real, not real based on real systems. Not real. Next up. Also not real. Dr. Vegas, uh, which is, I guess sort of the Royal pains except Las Vegas. Um, I think this was like right after he might've gotten like a lot of like, work done on his face because his uh, forehead is very shiny and tight mm-hmm. in uh, the stills here, but uh, not real. Mm. A Perfect Day, 2006, a family man and suddenly successful author encounters a mystic stranger who warns him he only has 40 more days to live. It's based on a novel. It's not true and it's not crime. Next up, 2007, Stir of Echoes, colon, The Homecoming. This is uh, what we once would have referred to as a direct-to-video sequel Mm -hmm. to the Kevin Bacon film Stir of Echoes, which is actually pretty solid. I doubt that Stir of Echoes, colon, The Homecoming is. It is also not real. It's a ghost thing. Yeah, his next appearance is a couple of episodes of The Family Guy. He does play himself in one of them, but I think it's not related to his... 80s misfortunes that he inflicted on others, so I'm not counting it. Next up, the invention of lying. I'll, you know it's not real because it's how Ricky Gervais hooks up with Jennifer Garner. Not real. <laughs> All right, but we've got a we've got a real point getter. We've got a real point Hoover coming up. 2009's too late to say goodbye. You might be saying to yourself, self, isn't that an an Anne rule book? It sure is. It was about Bart Corbin's wife and then his previous wife. Um, So it is a true crime property. That's one point. He plays a name figure in the case. That's another two points. I don't think. Oh, wait. Awards. Hold, please. Uh, Outstanding achievement in direction and picture editing um, from the Directors Guild of Canada where it was ah! probably shot. So we're not going to count the awards attention. I watched this. I didn't think it was great. There's a lot of um, names in here. Uh, Michelle Hurd, Lauren Holly. Uh, where'd he go? I just saw somebody that got famous later. Oh, lost it. Um, doesn't matter. Anyway, uh, this is, you know, 
he had a phase that we're entering now on his CV where he did a lot of movies Mm -hmm. like this. This is just three points, but solid three points. And and rule adaptation, always, always a good bet for some points. The next up, prequel, The Dawn of Lying. I assume that this is related to the invention of lying. I do not know why this even freaking exists. Not real. <laughs> Brothers and sisters, I watched most of it. His character got assassinated pretty good. He did play a Republican senator. That might seem like it's true crime, but it wasn't. I melt with you, 2011. Things spin out of control. College friends in their 40s meet up. I don't care. Not real. Um, Breakaway uh, is about hockey. Uh, The logline is love. It's a team sport. Spoiler. No, it isn't. And also, that's not true crime. Uh, I'm mad at how uh, this is all played out um, because I am stuck with Young Justice, where he plays the voice of Captain Marvel. Not real. Okay. And now you get the peach. All right. Well, you've got you've got a good one coming up, I think. Drew Peterson, colon, untouchable. Um, this Merkin mustache is ridiculous. Okay. Following the mysterious disappearance of his fourth wife. Yes. It's that Drew Peterson. I will link to a Know Your Peterson's piece that I wrote like last year because it's important. Oh my God, there's so many people in this that I've actually heard of. Like, William I recall this being okay. Yeah, Cara Buono and Kaylee Ka- Cuoco. Kaylee Cuoco, bro. I mean, I recall this being all right. Teddy Sears. Like, yeah. I, I, this was a Lifetime movie back before Lifetime got arguably prestigier, but still, I recall this being all right. Yeah, it wasn't, it wasn't so bad. Um, so he's got one point for the property, two points for the name figure. Um, Hall of Fame property, I'm not going to go that far. Uh, and there was no awards attention, so it's another three, but still, well played. Next up, Knife Fight. I don't know what this is. Okay, this is like, I think it is not based, it's like loosely based but not close enough that it matters it's like oh being a political strategist is ugly Mm -hmm. it doesn't it's it's not real no next up is a parks and rec straight to video like ancillary property called damn it jerry that's not real but congratulations eve well thank you very much we've got a trifecta coming up that you get to lead off Prosecuting Casey Anthony, he plays a district attorney in Florida, Jeff Ashton, who prosecutes Casey Anthony. So, yeah, he's the uh, top guy. And um, not only is Rob Lowe playing Jeff Ashton, but Jeff Ashton is one of the writers. I believe that this is based on a book that Ashton wrote. Okay. And that's why he gets like, I think that's why he gets the co-credit. Like, I don't think he was sitting down like using Final Draft. Right. But yeah, but Ro- Rob Lowe plays Jeff Ashton. And as I recall, he did just fine. I don't really remember him in our next property, Behind the Candelabra. By the way, prosecuting Casey Anthony is three points. It's not a Hall of yes. Famer, no awards. Um, Behind the Candelabra, he plays, uh, what was he, the Dr. Feelgood? I thought yes, he does. Okay, so no, he he ha. So I don't, 
I don't think that's a name, but uh... it is though. It is because he went down for um uh uh not forged prescriptions, but for um like abusing his ability to write prescriptions. Is that something that's within the film itself? It is implied. Okay, but is that like for civilians? Are they gonna? Is someone reasonably familiar with this case gonna remember that? I guess you are our answer to that, so I'm willing to award the points. Um, this did get awards attention, but I don't think for him, it won a shit ton of Emmys though. I think I think he was nominated for supporting thing because he did like he had his face was like all crazy like because this was I believe Liberace's um, plastic surgeon and this guy had like crazy oh, like okay. the in the role he had like crazy plastic surgery. I mean, I think he's like I would argue that he is a figure within this isn't a crime story. Liberace did not die under bad circumstances. You know, no, but, no I one mean, stole Scott, his money. Scott Thorson was kind of a sketch ball. Like I think this was a crime story, so I'm gonna give it that sure. point. Um, I'll give him the name figure point. I think this property was like all anyone talked about for a while. I would argue that it's a Hall of Fame property, so I'll give that point. The awards attention is for stuff like the prosthetic makeup and the casting. Mm -hmm. I thought Rick Springfield looked way scarier than Rob Lowe did but since I don't remember Rob Lowe even being in this maybe we should just give him the full five what do you think sure sure I I think as I recall I'm surprised you haven't seen this I think you'd really enjoy it oh I've seen um, it I just thought when oh, have it you? Okay. came out and it was a decade ago dude <laughs> oh my god you're right oh yeah. um I feel like Rob Lowe did a good job and you know actually tried which I don't feel he does all that often. So mm. yeah, I think he, I think he deserves full points. All right. And wrapping up this sequence. Oh my gosh. Here we have Rob Lowe playing John F. Kennedy in Killing Kennedy, something I have no memory of at all. I feel like everybody was exclaiming about how fucking boring this was. Is this the one with, um, is this the one with What's or Nuts? Michelle Trachtenberg plays Marina Oswald, oh, okay. if that's what that you're asking. It. Oh, my God. Casey Samasco plays Jack Ruby. How fucking old are all of us now? Jennifer Goodwin plays oh Jackie God. Kennedy. Wow. Okay. Jack Noseworthy's Bobby. Mm-hmm. I don't know. This is a weird cast. This looks... I don't know what this is about. I don't know anything about it. I don't either. It was Based nominated. on Bill O'Reilly and Martin Dugard's bestseller... Is yeah, that the Bill O'Reilly series about those? Um, it was uh, nominated for a SAG award. Um, Rob Lowe was nominated for a SAG award, so I'm going to give him that point as well. Um, but it's really that Bill O'Reilly. Holy shit! I did yeah. not realize that. Yeah. Oh my god. <sighs> yeah. Um, so that's four points for this. I think it's a true crime property. He's a name figure. He was nominated for a SAG award, which rarely happens for him. Um, I never heard anybody say anything good about this property, but all right. What is next? What is next is it's your turn and it's not real and it's Californication. All right. Um, Then proceed. Next up is a 2014 movie called Sex Tape. 
stars Cameron Diaz and Jason Siegel. I assume that Rob Lowe is just stunt casting. He plays a person named Hank. He's way down there in the credits. Not real. Okay. Um, there's an anime called Mune, Guardian of the Moon that's up next. That is not real or crime. After that is the interview, which is, as we all might recall, the controversial and problematic Seth Rogen and James Franco film. Okay. Low is uncredited. I don't think that we count the interview as, even though there are real people in it, I don't think we count it. And I also just think it's too gross. So let's not. Yeah, um, I'm fine with that. Next up is a TV movie called The Pro. Um, the profession in question is that of tennis, and this is not crime or real. Next up is 2015. It seems like I should remember this stuff by now. Based on the infamous true story, what is the? Oh, this is a uh, the Ben Novak Jr. murder. Rob Lowe plays the victim, Ben Novak Jr. Um, this is hotel guy, right? Oh, yeah. isn't this, it's, this is Ted Binion though. They just renamed him? Yeah. Okay. So yeah. it's a real case. He plays a name figure, even though they changed the name. Right. It's not Did a Hall it, of I'm... Fame property. It wasn't nominated for any awards, but still three points, quite respectable. The uh, most notable quote, according to IMDb, is you messed with the wrong bitch, bitch. So Ooh. yeah. That's not very good. All right. Well, let's uh, skip over Parks and Rec, in which he plays Chris Traeger. And then, um, because I feel like pocket listing is about real estate, on the off chance that it's true crime, I think you should take that one. Is it? No. This is just about selling uh, House in Malibu. Burt Reynolds again. Yeah, okay. He's not even in, like, the top cast. Oh, wait, no, there he is. Nah, this isn't real. Sorry, mm. but it is. It is a funny uh, cover image. Oh, and Rob Lowe like has like long hair and like a scruffy gray goatee. Ugh. Yeah. No thanks. Um, I'm going to take the liberty of skipping us over the next two: You, Me, mm-hmm. and the Apocalypse, and The Lion Guard: colon, Return of the Roar, um, in which he plays the voice of Simba. Pretty sure that's not a crime or real. Then. Next up, we have Moonbeam City. I this is a this is just like a this is a cartoon. He's a voice. It's not real. Okay, it's Comedy Central. Gotcha. Like '90s looking thing. The Grinder. He played a lawyer who was not a real lawyer. He played a guy who played a lawyer on TV. Not real. Monster Trucks is kind of what you think it is. Not real. But I think How to Be a Latin Lover might be real. Let me look. No. No. So continuing on through the Orville, also not real. Super Troopers 2, not real. Is Code Black real? Code Black isn't real, right? No, that's just, that's another, yeah, yes, yeah. All right. What about the bad seed? That seed's not real. That's the remake of the computer oh, gets is. the lady pregnant thing. Okay. Next up. Wait, no, it's not. What? I, I'm wrong about what it's about, but it's still not real. Okay, fair. Uh, Wild Bill 2019. 
U.S. Police Chief Bill Hickson lands in Lincolnshire with his 14-year-old daughter, Kelsey, hoping to flee, blah, blah, blah. Okay, this is a fish-out-of-water story, not real. Oh, we're so close. The Lion Guard. Simba. See, he's just Simba again. Yeah. Um, He's done a lot of these, like, holiday things. Here's another one, Holiday in the Wild. Yeah. Not real. Original name, Christmas in the Wild. It got woke. The Pentaveret. Okay. Oh, dear. Well, that's a Mike Myers property I didn't know existed, and I was happier that way. Um, It's a parody about an Illuminati investigation, but it is not real. There's a dog thing. There's something called Unstable. There's 911 Lone Star. Deep in the heart of Texas, which might concern real cases sometimes, but probably doesn't. And there's the Simpsons. That is not real. I think we're done. So we are done. He's done a lot less real than I thought. But he, I mean, he picked some real doozies. So I thought maybe there were more of those than I thought. Um, and there weren't quite enough of those, unfortunately. Yeah. All right, so Frank and Jesse is three, plus Too Late to Say Goodbye is another three, plus Drew Peterson is another three, presenting Casey Anthony, Jesus, no, Um, and then Candelabra is five, four, three, okay, so he has 24 points, divided by 105, oh, shit, all right, well, uh, Kennedy really bailed his butt out there because um, if I'm doing this correctly, am I doing this correctly? 24 points divided by 105 entries mm-hmm. is 22.8%. Wow. Yeah. That's okay. crazy. But even All right. if, like, even if we shave it down, even if it's like, oh, well, maybe we shouldn't have given him that point for Candelabra and maybe mm-hmm. like killing Kennedy wasn't really an awards attention thing. Like, I think we could maybe shave off like two points if we absolutely have to. But that's still, still yeah, 21%. So that's way higher than we thought it was going to be. Well, this just shows that uh, you and I are word people. Yeah. Not math people. Not math people. No. Do you think anybody's still listening at this point? I don't know. I guess we'll find out. We'll see you in the comments. Uh, I'll fix it in post. (laughs) Guys, thank you so much for listening to the docket. And um, we'll try to pick someone with only like 75 IMDb credits next time. (laughs) Be a little more organized. Or will we? You can complain about this or make Beck Crap requests or any other kind of content requests at 919-75-CRIME or by scrolling down and visiting us in the comments. Thanks so much for listening and we'll talk to you next time. Did it, Joe.